Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara. Featuring producer Moraz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. All right, and a happy Thursday to you, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Coming up this hour on the show in 20 minutes, we've got your decade of DA. We turn back the clock. No hockey game last night. And so tonight, or this morning rather, we are looking at a decade of DA retrospective. Let's go back to the first ever Canadian bacon, August 2020. That was the summer of the pandemic, and they pushed the playoffs deeper into the summer. So this created the origin of Canadian bacon. We'll hear what the difference was three years ago versus the monstrosity it has become today. In 40 minutes, Thursday, Thursday, we're toasting to the good stuff. I think we all know that Ezekiel Elliott has lost a step. I think if you've watched any part of the NFL, any part of the Dallas Cowboys, you have seen Zeke start to get phased out as Tony Pollard took more snaps, became a bigger part of the offense, and the most disrespectful part of Ezekiel Elliott's Cowboys career was his final play which was whatever that ridiculousness was that Mike McCarthy drew up in San Francisco in the playoffs where he is left trying to block a bunch of defensive linemen. It just gets hammered on his ass as the entire thing gets blown up. But according to a report by ESPN's Kimberly Martin, she says multiple GMs believe that Zeke has, quote, lost a step. She noted that the market that Elliott wants just may not be there while adding these GMs think he could be productive, but that he has lost a step. Martin said that Zeke is looking to, quote, win and will, quote, be patient looking for another team. There is nothing newsworthy about NFL GMs thinking that Zeke has lost a step because we all know that. The notable thing is if this is not unanimous. I mean, look, all you need to know about Zeke, all you need to know about Zeke's situation is that we are now into May 
well after free agency. We're two months post-free agency. We are now post the draft. And nobody is calling up Zeke. He ain't got no job. Why? Everybody sees what's happened. And if basically his surrogate dad, Jerry Jones, who loves Ezekiel Elliott, if even Jerry Jones and the Jones clan, if even they can cut bait with Zeke and not even sign him to a lesser deal because probably Zeke would come back for a cheap deal to stay with the Cowboys, he ain't got nothing left. That's the last bastion of hope for Ezekiel Elliott. If the Cowboys don't want him, ain't nobody want him. And the larger picture continues to be, why would you ever spend money at the running back position? Why would you ever spend big draft picks at the running back position? Why? All these guys get phased out of the NFL and bell cow responsibilities and roles the moment, the moment that they drop off. Now, Zeke didn't help himself by being overweight. He's a cowboy, so am I allowed to use the F word? Yes. Okay. Zeke got fat. Fat. Zeke got real fat. Cowboy only. Okay. Zeke got real fat, and he did... As you get older as a running back, you've got to keep yourself in better shape than you used to be. So at 23 years old, he can carry weight and he can be more of a power back, etc. As you get younger, or as you get older, rather, you need to shed pounds or become an Adonis, which is what Frank Gore did. Frank Gore, as he got older, was in better and better shape every single year. And Frank Gore always had a job. Now, it was for one year here, two years there, just goal line carries, et cetera, but Frank Gore always had a job. What's the difference between Frank Gore and Ezekiel Elliott? One worked his ass off and one was fat. One worked his ass off and one got lazy. One worked his ass off to become a Hall of Famer and one got paid and said, eh, I'm good. So if Zeke wants another job, he has to recreate his reputation. He has to reboot everything that people know him as, which is talented, but over the hill and not a guy that you would invest money or faith in because as he gets older, the production is going to go down and you can't believe that he's going to be one of the hardest workers on your team. It's not like Ezekiel Elliott is 40. He's 27 years old. Now, he'll be 28 this summer. But there should be two to three more years just as a serviceable guy on a roster for Zeke. But A, it ain't going to be at that salary that he had last year with the Cowboys. And B, he has to convince people that he is committed to being lean and powerful strong and disciplined. And guess what? Zeke has never had any of those adjectives attached to him. So do GMs think that he's lost a step? Yeah. Are there some teams or GMs that think he hasn't? That's the bigger story. Or if somebody thinks he hasn't lost every step, 
That's the bigger story. On a Thirsty Thursday, you can tweet at me, DA on CBS for your toasts. DA on CBS. Nice to see all of our listeners were weighing in on how much 1,500 grams of cocaine is worth. That was the stunt to a news story where a woman had a fake pregnant belly that she hid 1,500 grams of cocaine in. Looks like 1,500 grams is about three pounds. You had a personal source tell us that that's worth about $15,000 in the open market? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that's a regional price <laughs> up here in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. But uh, somebody I know close to the situation told me that's what that would be worth. Now, Dixieland Dan says that three pounds of cocaine would be worth maybe $27,000 if he's going to get nine grand per pound. So wow. a little bit of a skew there. Your guy said fifteen k. The scientist, Dixie Landan, said 27K, so somewhere between yeah. 15 and 25K probably. You know what? Maybe more scarce. You know, the market's all about supply and demand. Maybe more scarce in Mississippi, DA. Mm-hmm. So that's what these, this beautiful young couple was just trying to make a quick fifteen to $27,000, hiding 1,500 grams of cocaine in a fake prosthetic pregnant belly. Would explain also why the original head of the organization would give them probably a pregnant belly and afford that, too. That's not a cheap prosthetic. You know, you're probably looking for... The head of the organization? Yeah, I'm assuming they didn't go buy the prosthetic belly. I bet you that's not cheap to have. You probably are very advanced, and you're trusting that you have good ways around this, and these idiots are sitting there doing drugs and driving erratically and messing up your bit. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the way to go. If you're going to do it. You might as well have that prosthetic belly. Yeah, do it right. I wonder if there was a tell, though, a giveaway that the woman hadn't gained weight in any other areas, that she was looking normal, and then she just had a big belly. No, because here's the thing. There are a lot of women who carry only in the belly. I've seen women with really skinny legs where it's almost like, wow, that's like an ice cream cone. All of a sudden, it just comes up in this V-shape, and boom, there's a belly. So I don't think so. I think the giveaway would be when she takes off and runs, and there's no waddle when you're that <laughs> pregnant, and she's flying like Usain Bolt down the highway. <laughs> running that's like a, a gazelle. <laughs> yeah, she was running like Wembeyama, <laughs> except she had a huge belly as cocaine started falling out of it. Right. She should play left tackle if she could run that fast with the belly. <laughs> King Curtis is toasting the start of summer. The kids finished another year of school yesterday. Time to get the fire pit going and some beers flowing. Hashtag Booskies. That's right. Give those kids some beer. They've earned it. <laughs> Hashtag toast them. Toast them. Everywhere Evan is toasting today and through the weekend, the Welcome to Rockville concerts are today at the Daytona Racetrack. Four days of making your ears bleed. Hashtag toast Jeff in South Jersey toasting my buddy Dan for taking me to City Field for the game this afternoon as a gift for my 40th birthday yesterday. Shout out to Twitch as I've been MIA due to work. Hashtag Booskies. Hashtag Rako in 420. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Toasting Booskies to YouTube TV for replaying the Little Mermaid commercial on loop instead of the final four minutes of Heat Celtics last night. Hashtag Booskies, hashtag and blunts. Hashtag toast them. Booskies. 
So that's the thing that happened last night during game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Great game, back and forth, Heat and Celtics. The final five minutes of the game or something, if you have YouTube TV and not traditional cable to watch yeah. the game last night, you got burned because YouTube TV just gave out. And there were a lot of people a month ago that flocked to just go strictly to YouTube TV's their TV provider when they found out Sunday Ticket was going there to get the lower Sunday Ticket price, and then... Yeah, you couldn't watch the end of Heat Celtics last night, so you missed the whole thing. So, NFL, maybe, maybe check a look at this. Also, isn't it funny that every year at the NBA Finals, it's sponsored by YouTube TV? Yeah. There's always those banners, then the, the floor logo. Sign up for YouTube TV. We've got sports. They've got sports. Watch the NBA Finals, and here's game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, and you missed it because YouTube TV went out. That's a problem. I'd be going nuts, screaming, yelling. Imagine being a Heat or Celtics fan with YouTube TV. That's how you're watching the game. Devastating. Devastating. So, yesterday, because we're now one month away from the Bob's Bar show, June the 16th is going to be the third annual Bob's Bar kickoff to summer show. I put together the FAQ, the travel guide for those coming in from out of town. It is posted now at DamonAmendolara.com. You can also get it because we've tweeted it out, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, et cetera. So I, I thought I did a pretty good job. Local nightlife, address, travel guide, local tips, things like this. Well, you know, here comes Cap and the Wizard of Watch DA who knows all the stuff about everything on the internet. He says, oh, I'm just going to punch this into chat GPT, a little artificial intelligence, and spits out something even more extensive than my breakdown. Uh. So not appreciated. But I did want to, you know, I'm open-minded. I'll add to my FAQ if any of this stuff works. So maybe, Pete, you can cue up a little bit of music here. We're going to go through the chat GPT suggestions, and then I'm going to throw them by you to see okay. if these are good ideas or bad ideas. Should we add them to the, the travel guide? Uh, that's good. And we should also just let everybody know, FAQ means facts and questions. Oh, it's not frequently asked questions? It is frequently asked questions. So it's not facts and questions. I should have just Correct. kept my mouth shut on that one. I think now he's right. It's probably is frequently asked questions. Frequently asked when questions. You, yeah. All right, just go. Okay. Check it at the hotel. Recommended hotel. Four points by Sheridan Melville or Courtyard Republic Airport, Long Island. We have both of those on the list. So check and check. Explore Belmont Lake State Park. You can take a leisurely walk around the lake, rent a paddle boat, or have a picnic by the water. I, I don't mind it. Be prepared to pay 20 bucks to get in. But remember, it's not the same as Belmont Racetrack. I see. Dinner at Mama's Italian Restaurant. Try the delicious cuisine at Mama's, known for their pasta dishes and friendly atmosphere. I don't like recommending that place. I found a roach in my Caesar salad a couple <laughs> years ago. How is the pasta dishes? Good. They do this, like, Tuesday night pasta night that everybody flocks, so it's really cheap. But it's not one of the better restaurants in the area, for sure. Lunch at the Salt Shack for a waterfront lunch. Enjoy fresh seafood sandwiches and salads while overlooking the marina. 
You can't get into Salt Shack without a Town of Babylon pass unless it's after 5 p.m. So it's impossible to enjoy lunch there unless you are a resident of Town of Babylon. Oh, so Chat GPT doesn't tell you that, do they? No, they're wrong. I guess you could by paying like 75 bucks to park, but it's an like crazy amount. Enjoy a seafood dinner at Captain Bill's, known for its waterfront dining experience and fresh seafood dishes. It's fine. Shrimp's a little chewy every time I go. Shrimp a little chewy? Yeah. It's not the best waterfront restaurant in the area. Explore Long Island's Maritime Museum. Exhibit showcasing Long Island's maritime history. Take a boat ride on the museum's historic oyster sloop. Never heard of it. Visit Adventureland. Enjoy the rides, games, and snacks at this family-friendly amusement park. Very cool little place. It's a little slice of America there. A little pricey now. You used to be able to get the pop wristbands, but still very, if you're looking for a theme park kind of fun family night, nothing wrong with Adventureland. Lunch at Zorn's of Bethpage. Try their famous rotisserie chicken and homestyle comfort food. Great, great food. Now, I wouldn't sit down and eat that. I'd get that to go. It's a he should not be named favorite. He brought food from there over my house once. Um, but I don't plan on a nice sit-down meal there. Why is that? Because it's kind of like just like pop-up tables. You get your food at a counter, sit, going to take a little bit. It's good to get the food to go. I'll, I'll actually have a correction on that. They actually redid the whole uh, interior. So there is place to sit down with waiters and waitresses. Oh no! No, you can sit. You can order at the counter and well, sit that's down. Literally, what I just said. But okay. No, but you don't have to take it home. They it's nice to it. take and yes. sit in there. Yes, it's not. But okay. And finally, the cultural exploration at the Vanderbilt Museum in Centerport. Centerport's a town on Long Island. That's what ChatGPT says. Oh, that might be the planetarium thing we went on as a field trip. I wouldn't love chat GPTs. I'd go to DamonAmendalara.com. That's right. With the bustling nightlife and all of that. That's right. Yeah. One question here. We can pot down the music. I added Mary Carroll's as the downtown centerpiece of Babylon's <laughs> bustling nightlife, multiple bars, restaurants, after yeah. Bob's Bar on a Friday night. If you had a hotel in town, you can go down there. Would you say Mary Carroll's is the, the go-to place? It's a go-to late-night place, and they've opened up, uh, like, a sandpit beach seating in the background. I wouldn't start my night at happy hour there. There's some other uh, other better places, the local, the villager, and whatnot. But Mary Carroll's, look, around 11 p.m. when you have a nice buzz and you're looking to smell, like, the floor that smells like Heineken and heroin, <laughs> that's the place to go. Heineken and heroin. Yeah, the two H's. You know, that's what you want to smell late at night. At H and H and yeah, exactly. Mary Carroll's. Yeah, if that had a smell, that's what it would smell like. But still, it's a good late-night spot. But there is a nice little strip Areas. that after after Bob's Bar, you can go get a bite to eat right around dinner time, and then head down there to all the bars. And could you just imagine, Mraz? Could you just imagine this? We have this wonderful day at Bob's Bar. Everybody eat, drink, be merry. You get slapped with a kielbasa from your hero. He belches in your face, kicks you in the pool. We have live music, and then later on in the day, maybe around four o'clock, five o'clock, everybody kind of goes on their merry ways, what have you. And maybe around 11 o'clock, you drive through downtown Babylon, maybe to get yourself a, a pizza to bring back to the girls or something like that. And you look into the window of Mary Carroll 
and there is Dan in Mechanicsburg <laughs> sharing a beer with Tommy Topspin, <laughs> who's sharing a beer with Ostrich Eyes. Yeah. Who's sharing a beer with, I mean, all these legendary D-Aliens just like hanging out in your yeah. local bar in your hometown. Art Art, Bo Bart eating some fresh ice cream from Kilwins. I mean, that would be some scene. There is, well, kidding aside, there is bustling nightlife. DA's right. Great restaurants and all of that. You know, I couldn't encourage going anywhere away from me more starting at 3 o'clock. Great places to be. <laughs> the FAQ is out. As Mraz might say, facts and questions. And, and by the way, if you're going to go to Zorn's, bring some back for me and Pete. Because we are fried chicken people. They got good rotisseries, good sides. And now I got a little hankering for some mac and cheese. I'm going to add that. I'm going to add that to the travel guide. Zorns, Jim Zorns. When we come back on the show, decade of DA, we turn back the clock to the original Canadian bacon from three years ago. How different does it sound? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. January 2nd, 2013, a new sports radio network launched. CBS Sports Radio. In the 10 years since, we've undermined the sterling reputation of CBS Sports on a daily basis. Here's another moment from the decade of DA. Canadian bacon has become a cultural phenomenon. It's where everybody in the world goes to get its... NHL Stanley Cup playoff news every single morning. Pucks and puns, but it wasn't always that way. This was an idea built out of the pandemic. This is when the Stanley Cup playoffs were delayed and then played inside the Toronto bubble back in starting in August of 2020. So because we had been really dry of, of sports for so long, we had baseball going on, NASCAR, we wanted to kind of throw our full support behind the Stanley Cup playoffs. This was, I believe, right before the NBA postseason began as well. Well, the NBA member finished a regular season out, so they both kind of launched that first week of August. This is the first episode of Canadian Bacon, well before it became the zany 
nonsense that you know today. This is from August the 3rd, 2020. Perez, take it away. Where do we start? DA, let's go right to the game of the weekend in prime time. Saturday night, the Canadians, the haves and the have-nots, taking on the heavily favored Penguins. Would the Canadians find a way to upset? Jeff Petrie had something to say about that. Tried to hook the puck in front. It was blocked. In comes Petrie. He scores! That call courtesy of CBC Sports. Jeff Petrie off a blocked pass 14 minutes into overtime. That's right. Day one of the Stanley Cup qualifying playoffs. We had an overtime game at night. He scores underneath the arm of Matt Murray. The Canadians take game one stunningly. How nuts was game one, DA, we ask? How nuts? How nuts? The game was tied at two. The Penguins get a penalty shot with just over three minutes left in regulation. Carey Price makes the big save, so we went to overtime. So Okay, we continue. Where else do we go with Canadian bacon? How about the the goal of the weekend? DA, we all missed the NCAA tournament. I think we all did, right? How do, sure. you, how do you not love the pageantry of the tournament? Buzzer beaters all over the place. So maybe the NBA fills our void with the buzzer beaters, maybe. But no, they did not this weekend. Instead, it was the NHL filling our void with a buzzer beater. That's right, last night... Avalanche Blues in the round robin. Both these teams will advance. How about Nazim Kadre avoiding overtime? Eight seconds left in the period. Landeskog has it. Back for Cam McCarr holding McCarr. One-timer. Big by McKinnon. Landeskog off the end. It's in! It's in! They score! Right in the horn! I think it's Nazim Kadre! Connor McGahee, not Connor Green, of the Avalanche Radio (laughs) Network. How about that .1 second on the clock as Bogus alerted wow. to earlier. If you do the math in Jock alone, that's a tenth of a second, DA. <laughs> One of those best of fives out in Edmonton. A wild situation, not with the Minnesota Wild, between the Flames and Jets. Johnny Goudreau and Michael Backlund each scored power play goals to lead the Flames to a 4-1 win over the Jets on Saturday night. So there we go, a 1-0 series lead for Calgary. But the loss, you would think, would be the thing that upset head coach of the Jets, Paul Maurice, the most. Except it wasn't. One of his stars, in fact, co-leading scorer this year, Mark Shifley, was in the early in the first period, skating against the boards, when Flames star Keith Kachuk came over, came in awkwardly into the boards, and lifted his leg just so that he sliced, or came close to, the back of the leg of Shifley, leading Shifley to hit the deck, Full hard, like he had, you know, a gunshot to the back of the leg kind of situation. If you could picture it, if I could paint the picture, there was a lot of talk. Was this hit dirty? Was it not dirty? Here was Paul Maurice's thoughts after the game. Oh, it was intentional. Cannon's a filthy, dirty kick to the back of the leg. You can't mm. see it on the program feed, but take the blue line feed and you zoom in. He went after the back of his leg. Could have cut his Tilly's. It could end in his career. It's an absolutely filthy, disgusting hit. Maurice did not hold back there, obviously calling it filthy and disgusting. He's clearly upset. Shifley means everything to that Jets team. Kachuk's reaction afterwards, as he sees Shifley basically have to be carried off the ice, was that of concern. He came right over to him to see if he was okay. I think if the intent was dirty, I can't picture Kachuk's reaction being that way, DA, but I can understand why Paul Maurice would feel that way. Look, in replay, when you see that skate come up and it comes up like a knife slice, that would scare the heck out of me. So I don't, I don't blame Maurice for sticking up for his guy. I just think it's a weird, awkward hockey play. I would not side on the side of dirty there. And that is August the 3rd, 2020, the first ever edition of Canadian Bacon. All right. Well, a couple of observations. 
much like the first Super Bowl having 20,000 empty seats or Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game not being televised, no footage available. Mm. These were the humble beginnings of Canadian bacon. Now you look at it as such a machine. It's so streamlined. It's got the oinks as the grading system. It's got puns in writing. It's tight. It's got singing. This is just kind of throwing a segment together about hockey. Yeah, and that's that's Pong, and we're on like PS3 at this point. Yeah, yeah. Really humble beginnings. Now, there are little hat tips Mm -hmm. to what it would become. Right out of the shoot, Mraz saying the Habs and the Hab-nots. There's a right. pun. That's right. There's a pun. No script, though. Mraz is kind of giving you a punch list of what happened and then editorializing. Some more opinion-based back then versus now, which is, you know, script, highlight, prime time, sports center type thing with singing. Also, there's a Jock Alone joke in there which is, I think, off the top of Mraz's head. And the oinks do, they do exist, but they're not a grading system. They're a transition. They're being used to transition from story to story. So really interesting to look back. Archived edition of Canadian Bacon. I'll say this nicely. I thought it sucked. I mean, I'm glad that wow. we, I'm glad, not, not, it's not a shot at you. It's just, it's how far we've come from day one. It is infinitely better in yeah. the current wow the current iteration and i sat there the last three minutes going i think this is better maybe i should go back to this no i, I think if you are looking if you're a real hockey fan and you kind of know what happened and you want to hear maybe somebody who who has an opinion on the hockey it's it's certainly less comedic and certainly less zany but I'm with you, Bogues. I think what we do now is light years better than what we just heard. Yeah, that's hard news. We don't need that. We need singing. We need green screens. <laughs> I guess we need bacon costumes. We need boil. It, I mean, it's an insane evolution. I'm curious what Pete would have given it on oinks. Yeah. Probably a three average. Pete was barely listening. He was so bored. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was solid. I gave you all the info that was. Think about what I gave you a buzzer beater. I gave you, you know, the slicing that injury. Uh, I mean, that was that was a time to be alive in the in the hockey world. I, you know what? I thought that was really good. By the way, that's where this is the truth, and you show how versatile I am. Oh, <laughs> glad we got to you. Pat it's been a while. Boyle is not going to give you that. Oh, here we go. Pat Boyle is not going to give you that kind of bacon. I can do both. Oh. Why do you say things like both. this? I can give you the hard news bacon, you, and I can give you the hokey that, pokey. That Boyle does play-by-play right. constantly, which is, you know, news and facts I, and information right. off the top of his head. He couldn't give you a bacon like that. It's I, just not in his, his repertoire. And Pat can spell and write and read. <laughs> it's not in his what? I'm doing really bad today with the words. Yeah, just today. I haven't had my egg yet. Um, repertoire. Reproprar. Rep. Yeah. No, you're definitely Peter Jennings. I know. I'm like choking and panicking because I can hear you're the buffoon in real time. Repertoire. Repertoire. You're so close. Repertoire. Guess who knows how to use that word and probably even spell it. (laughs) Pat Boyle. I tell you, Pete was asleep during that Canadian bacon. He was bored to tears. He he was looking at the clock going, when is this over? It was nine minutes long. 
It wasn't. It felt like it nine did. minutes. It was like three and a half. Oh. Horrible. <laughs> horrible, horrible. The concept has evolved. The person still stayed the same, but the concept has evolved. Who evolved it? Me. Again, I did this. I allowed Pat Boyle to have that kind of form where he. It's not like Pat Boyle came out one day and was like, "This is what I'm going to do with bacon." I evolved this, and I showed these young pups the way. Right. You showed your whole repertoire, and then Boyle came in. I'm versatile, man. And showed his repertoire. And you want to play you... second base or left field? I could do it. No, I agree. That was way worse than what we do now. <laughs> way worse. That is way worse than your worst modern wow. Canadian yeah. bacon. Twitch disagrees. Twitch thinks that was the best Canadian bacon they've ever heard. Twitch in general? I'm going to tell you, there was like five comments in a row. Wait, the, the sucked last question you went mark? To... Sucked question mark? That seems harsh. That was way better. Agreed. It was Mraz's best bacon. We need Bogues walking out. He's a loser. And then Cap Pete was checked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, you know, it's, it's kind of like when an NFL team wears their throwback jerseys. There is a certain piece of, oh, this, a simpler time. That was a simpler time. Yeah, that's true. But I, just in terms of, of content and entertainment, it's a one compared to a 10 now. That was like when the New York Jets wore their Titans jerseys. <laughs> or the Broncos wore the Browns. Uh -huh. So you're Broncos. admitting I am awesome at bacon now. Nothing about you. It's the concept. Oh, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago in the PGP, and I will reiterate this. When you do bacon to the best of your ability... It's amazing. It really is. You're the the bacon stylings that I really love. <laughs> the cut of bacon, if you will, <laughs> is is wild and woolly and zany and corny and all of that stuff. I love. I I love pouring it on thick on a Canadian bacon. What I don't love is when you stretch really far for a, a limp joke. I I also don't a like limp joke. I don't like when you have to restart, you mess up. I don't <laughs> like when it drones on and on and on. I but man, when you like when you really nail it, uh, my belly hurts. I, I you really, really crush it. So when you do bacon to the best of your ability, it is superior to what we just Timo Meyer wasn't a weenie but was a winner as he gave Dallas the Devils back the lead <laughs> <laughs> then Brent ooh it burns tied the game back at two for the Canes <laughs> elite I mean, did you really want the first one to be your best one? Because no. then you're not evolving anything. But I think the DA's point that shows the versatility, you don't want me hitting a home run every time. You want to have some of those long, horrible jokes. <laughs> it gives up a mixed bag. Like, that's what I bring to the table. All, all the right, Damon, Andrew, Pete, the devil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we the devils were time. hoping for a game four win. But maybe get on base every time. Don't <laughs> trip out of the batter's box. Wait, I got <laughs> to start off. Hold on. Pete, I just want you to cue that one up again Sorry. because I love this one. Mraz has all of his energy, all of his might behind this, and he throws it all onto the onto the dance floor, and then it just gets just submarine right away. All right, Damon, Andrew, Pete, the devil. The devils were hoping for a game four win. Wait, I got to... <laughs>
I gotta start over. <laughs> I mean, this is not a perfect. I gotta start over. Keep going. <laughs> Can you restart music? No. All right. <sighs> the devil. Three, two, one. The man. Okay. <laughs> the man has seen devil spelled for 35 years. Has said New Jersey Devils for 35 years. Devil dogs. Has seen the word, known the word, used the word, and written the word in the script. And then said, devil. All right, Damon, Andrew, Pete, the devil. The devil. The devil. Evil Cadevil. I got to start over. <laughs> the devils. Give me like, first you couldn't Three, even two, get one. to the first okay. team in the script. <laughs> you couldn't get through. the second word of the script. Over. I think it's because I said Pete right before the E. I was doing the E. So then I went with D. Yeah. Pete, Demon, Andrew, Devils. <laughs> yeah, evolved. <laughs> Devils. Really evolved. Right. Not running up right with yet. the Devils. <laughs> Ruining with the Devils. The Devil. The Devil. The Devil. The Devil went the down devil. to Georgia. <laughs> the Devils. The New Jersey Devils. Oh, hang on. Let's start over. Nobody doesn't like me. I gotta start over. Keep going. You're focusing on this when this week I gave you what's my weakness goals. <laughs> right. Like and that's that's yeah. the Canadian bacon I've I've grown to love. And Jordan and Burley. It's happened to me right in front of my face. I'll... The stars and Kraken were looking to Seattle their differences in the Pacific Northwest last night. Toronto is now one win away from their first second round appearance since 2004. <laughs> the star of Dallas would not let the Seattle would not let the Seattle get cracking so easily. The, the 2004 is incredible. Klingenberg to life. I will tell my kids about 2004. Kids, I wish you could have been there when the Pistons upset the Lakers for the NBA Finals. In 2004! <laughs> Four! Four! 2004! Four! Let me tell you about when the Red Sox finally broke the curse. In 2004! 2004! <laughs> Four! I was finding my voice that day. Again, I could give you different octaves of how to say years. Oh, that's, that's what versatility. It is. You don't want to. You don't want to hear 2004 every time. You want a 2004. You're right. Yes, Max was no domi. He smartly <laughs> scored two goals and added an assist. <laughs> that was good. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss a thing. Except this. It's a thing. It's a thing. And I don't want to miss a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Hip-hop hooray. Ho. Hey. Ho. Jordan Eberly. It's happened to me right in front of my face. And the words cannot hide it. Dun. Got the power. Power. Dun. 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 I feel like I'm watching a uh, now that's what power. you call music. <laughs> Commercial at 3 a.m. And uh, then he said, "I have two sauce that between my legs. Though mine is of the marinara variety." Oh God! 
Washington, though, would explode for three goals in the third period. None by Mario, none by Luigi, but they did get the go-ahead goal from Oshi. TJ on his go-ahead goal. Igor Shesterkin <laughs> knows how to work it. That hurricane's home win streak, he reversed it. That's one of the Get the straws out and take a sip of Capril. And that's your Canadian bacon. Damn it, I blew it. Take a sip of that. Kirill Kaprizov's son. Take a sip of that. Baby, you can drive my camel car. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Baby, you can drive my kale macaw. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Evolved, yes. Andrew Bogish has headlines. DA, Eric Spolstra ain't Doc Rivers, which might be the Celtics' biggest problem in the Eastern Conference Finals. Spolstra did something maybe at halftime with his team down nine at the break. The Heat then won the third quarter, 46-25, to eventually take game one, 123-116. Games are long, uh, so it's not like, you know, there's any kind of speech or anything at at halftime. There was actually not a whole lot to be said. Our guys knew. Jimmy Butler again led the way. 35 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 steals. This is Miami's fifth win this postseason when trailing by 10-plus points. They've also won Game 1 in each round. All on the road. Game 2 is tomorrow night. It is tonight in Denver. The Lakers hoping to get a split before heading back to L.A. The NHL begins its Final Four tonight. Game one of the Eastern Conference Final. That's the Hurricanes hosting the Panthers. Meanwhile, like a honky-tonk mambo refuses to get a haircut, the Coyotes are still sticking with their mullet arena. The team said yesterday it plans to play next season in the 5,000-seat venue on the ASU campus. That after Tempe voters shot down arena plans that were part of a $2.1 billion entertainment district plan. DA, back to you. If you guys had to guess, do you think the Coyotes stay in Phoenix or do you think that they move? I think they move and I think they end up in Kansas City. I think KC finally gets a I do. An NBA or NHL team. That's, that's, been, that's been something that's been rumored ever since they built that new Sprint Center downtown when I was there, which is 15 years ago. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Quebec because I don't think they want to have to do a whole like conference shuffle thing again. That's my belief. Yeah, they'd rather this balanced Eastern and Western Conference stays as is. Exactly. That's my thought. I think they have a thing for throwbacks. Quebec Nordiques are back. Nordiques always had a cool, cool jersey. But remember Kansas City Scouts as well. Bogues, your guess? I think they move. I don't think they go to Canada. Although I do think, couldn't they flip? Where is Detroit right now? Couldn't they flip Detroit into the Central? And We're going to do Detroit again? How many times are they going to flip back and put forth? Put Quebec there? But either way, they're, just Arizona's not, they don't want hockey. That's fine. It's just not going to work there. You need yeah. to cut, cut your losses and go to a place that's going to support it. they got to keep Detroit, though, in the Eastern Conference because Detroit always hated the fact that they had Western right. Conference game time starts as an East time zone. Yeah, but there are some teams in that, like, Central Mountain Division that still have weird travel as well, and taking Arizona out of the mix might level things out. Off the top of my head, but I still, I still think that Sean is right in general that it's not going to be a Canadian team. Hmm. When we come back here on the show, Thirsty Thursday, let's tote to some good stuff. Da CBS Sports Radio. All right, it's a thirsty Thursday. Let's toast to the good stuff. Maraz, who are you toasting to? I'm toasting to Blue Bell Ice Cream, DA. Oftentimes a good ice cream company. They are introducing for the summer a vanilla Dr. Pepper float. 
flavored ice cream, oh. both in the pint and the half gallon. Oh, it's it flavored is, ice cream. So it's like a Dr. Pepper flavored sherbet swirled within a vanilla ice cream to give you the taste of ice cream in a in a glass of Dr. Pepper, a Dr. Pepper float style. And call the fats. I'm back in for ice cream this summer. That sounds like that is real potential. We're not talking about Cuban sandwich flavored ice cream. Dr. Pepper float ice cream. Toast them. All right. Toast them. Bogues, who are you toasting to? Uh, I should be toasting that, but I'm going to toast um, <laughs> my buddies on Saturday night. I'm in Manhattan, back at my high school, my 25th year, 25-year high school reunion yeah. is Saturday. Uh, haven't seen a lot of guys in a long time, so we've got to get back in the building, see some familiar faces. Uh, so I guess I'm toasting the class of 98. Here we go. Nice. Toast them. Booski. Beat the body. Who are you toasting to? Off the ice cream thing, I'll toast vanilla bean ice cream. I think it's a very underappreciated ice cream, and this past weekend I had a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> just celebrating Mother's Day. And I just it needs to love. So I'm toasting vanilla bean ice cream. Okay. I'm going to have that this summer. Okay. So hashtag Booskies. Booskies. Okay. I am toasting to the people that know to put ice on top of the beer in a cooler instead of on the bottom. I went to a party a couple of weeks ago. I stick my hand on the cooler, and there's all this lukewarm beer that's sitting on top of ice that is melted at the bottom, but they're like half frozen or whatever. So it's not doing any good for any of the beer that's not directly touching the ice that's at the bottom. Then I went to my nephew's communion party on Saturday. What do I see? Stick my hand in the cooler and they've got a bunch of Coronas and the ice is on top of them. Remember, hot air rises, cold air sinks. Denser cold air sinks. If you want to keep your drinks cold in the cooler this summer, you must have ice on top of the drinks. You won't be able to see them. You have to dig your hand in them. It's the only way to keep the beer and the drinks effectively cold. Do your research Know your beer. Get the ice on top. Hashtag Toastum. Hashtag Toastum. Carla with a K toasting the family who knows what a teacher and principal need at the end of the year. I left this for three days of the principal's office since I kept forgetting it. My hubby is a triple toasting and asked me to hold this. Now, this looks to be a drink of some sort. Looks to be some type of liqueur or liquor that uh, Carla with a K needed after a year of teaching. And we should applaud all the teachers that have dealt with all of us knuckleheads over the years. Absolutely. Enjoy your three months off while the rest of us work. (laughs) Mike tweets in, DA, you're the first person to say summer 2020 was a simpler time. That's fair. Although, I mean, nobody had to go into the office. Nor see people you didn't want to see. So it was kind of a simpler time. When we come back on the show, game one goes to the heat. Talk about how the Celtics blew it. Next, DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.